The Tom Sumner Program. Old fashioned radio for a new generation. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be with you, John. You know that. Yay, Tom! I love it in Flint! You're very astute, Tom. Tom, easy question. I'll debate Andy Dillon on your show. Well, uh, that's a very good question. Uh, Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm alright, Tom. How are you? Lucky day, Mr. Sumner. Ciao, Tom. How are you today? That's a good question. <laughs> Hi, this is actor, comedian Jonah Pody, and you're listening to the Tom Snyder, uh, Tom Smothers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, what's his name? Oh, Sumner. The Tom Sumner Program. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, at least I got the Tom part right. The Tom Sumner Program. Old fashioned radio for a new generation. This is Mayor Sheldon Neely, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Show.
Marshawn Radio For a new generation Tom Sumner Program.com Tom Sumner Program.com The Tom Sumner Program.com From the Tom Sumner Show Oh Welcome back, everybody. Uh, my guest this hour um, is the author of a New York Times bestseller called The Celestine Prophecy, which uses an adventure parable approach that has been called part Indiana Jones, part Scott Peck. Um, we're going to talk with uh, with the author. James Redfield is his name. He joins me by phone. Hey, James, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tom. Nice to be with you. Um, I, you know, I, when I first, uh, I, I first heard about your book, The Celestine Prophecy, I was a, a little bit concerned because I was not familiar with the word Celestine. And so I tried to do a little digging on it and came up with a whole bunch of different things. Somebody named Celestine and, of course, uh, your work and, uh, and a few other uh, references um, where does the word Celestine come from, and, and what does it mean in in your application? Well, you know, the, the title uh, came out of uh, my reading uh, about the Celestine Popes. There's a series of Celestine Popes. Um, but it really, uh, the word Celestine itself is uh, really means of heaven or, or, or of spiritual uh, opening or, or discovery. So, uh, you know, I had a I had a message that I wanted to get out about spirituality in our time and where, where that was moving, and, and the book's really about that and how we find a certain individual fulfillment from that point of view uh, uh, now and can talk and be open about it uh, when in the past we couldn't be. It, it now the 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 book itself the Celestine prophecy um does it it is it from a I, I'm not sure what words to use exactly here James so you can uh, <laughs> sort of coax me along but is it religious in nature because everything i read about it talks about spirituality and you just referenced heaven but it is it religious in the in the traditional sense that that churchgoers would imagine well it's very very popular with with uh people in uh every religion and i found that uh very satisfying because i wrote it uh as a kind of a parable that leads one into the uh, personal experience of spirituality in other words we all have our beliefs and we all have our upbringing and we all would argue one is better than the other maybe but at at the end of the day, the you know when we open up uh, to our own experience of spirituality, 
that's what really what it's about. And uh, again, it, it animates whatever religion we may have, may choose, but uh, it's it's a personal experience, and we kind of uh, we kind of it leads to a kind of validation personally that there's a spiritual dimension to life. Well, yeah, and, you, you uh, use. I was, you use phrases yeah. like spiritual connection and synchronicity, um, yes, destiny, and, and other phrases that come up. But I want to talk about this, uh, if we can, for a minute, about this parable approach. Which part is Indiana yes. Jones and which part is Scott Peck? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a fan of Scott Peck's. Um, and, uh, and, and for people uh, who don't uh, know, uh, Scott uh, Peck is who? <laughs> Scott Peck is a, uh, a Christian writer uh, who wrote The Road Less Traveled. Many people recognize that book. Um, and, you know, his, his message was uh, he really talked about finding personal experience of spirituality. Don't just sit in church and listen to uh, what everybody else's experience is. You know, find your own experience of spirituality. So, you know, he was a he was a great uh, messenger in that regard. But what I wanted to do, I, you know, I was a psychotherapist, and uh, I was I was looking at uh, what yeah what what were the how were the helping uh, the helping community how how was you know this community changing and how we uh, help people out there. And uh, what I saw uh, that led to the writing of the book was that there is a spiritual dimension to psychotherapy. In other words, you know, you can't you can't find you can't transcend the old habits and the old fears and all the rest that plague us unless you deal with the existential reality of life, and that means you until you find this kind of at least a uh, ability to le- live with spirituality and uh, maybe the unknowns of it but also uh, you know seek seek some higher meaning for your life you can't really move in away from our you know all the the bad habits that and worries and all the rest of that plague us and move into a, a new identity that, that I would argue would be a new consciousness about life. In other words, there's there's never any guarantees in life. But once you realize that, then you can search for uh, a kind of spiritual uh, resolution within yourself. Uh, and that and that I argue, and I try to show in the parable effect of the novel. That leads to certain experiences that one can prove to themselves are spiritual experiences. So again, you you know, the the book draws the reader into the experience of these uh that that hint at some spiritual hand uh moving in life. And once you find that and and the experience of that and prove that to yourself, then you you find a, a whole new resolution in my view. Uh, for coping with with life because you know it's evidence that there is a spiritual dimension and we are living at some level a spiritual existence uh with our with our lives so uh, 
again, it's it's a story, right? And I tried to write this as an academic book with that message, and it yeah, I got about halfway through it, and it just you know it's boring me to death, right? Enter so thought, Enter Indiana Jones, then. That's right. <laughs> so you can't talk about these experiences in the abstract. You know, it, it, you can't. <clears throat> that doesn't lead anybody into discovering these experiences for their own, uh, uh, you know, for themselves. Uh, and but a story can do that because the characters discover these experiences, and the reader can see, you know, what it feels like, what it what that experience is. And then uh, I argue we can, you know, find those exact experiences. And a lot of what people uh, told me after reading the book was that, that they not only were they hearing about these spiritual experiences as they, read, as they read, have read the book, what happened was in their other, you know, in their life during that time, they started seeing these mysterious coincidences that had special meaning to them and you know that that they could realize so they could realize in their own lives that there's you know this these experiences are real you know mysterious coincidences that lead us uh to uh what we would just experience as you know a, a greater fulfillment in our lives i mean uh, you know that's that's the chief experience that's that's the proof uh Everybody has had mysterious coincidences. If they look back and they uh, they think, well, how did I find my my spouse? How did I find my first job? How did I get introduced to a first? How did you, for instance, get uh, into radio? <laughs> you know, and you can look back and say, well, <laughs> I got fired that? from everything else, James. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, there you go. I left one path, huh? No, but I, it, just think about it. Yeah, it, 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 now science would say, you know, science scientists are paid to be skeptical, right? So they would say, well, that's just meaning that you arbitrarily assigned to some event. Well, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Why is that not scientific? Why is that not valid? Of course, it's valid. So you find mysterious coincidences, and the thing about it is, is, is if we really tune in to that dimension of life, it leads us somewhere. And it always leads us somewhere where we can have greater fulfillment in our lives, whether and, it's with relationships or whatever. And it's interesting that um, the, the Indiana Jones uh, uh, comparison is especially interesting because that character discovered while doing archaeology and looking for riches and glory or whatever the phrase was that that he used um he stumbled across um religious artifacts and things that were historical but also spiritual in nature and he kept coming across those things in his various uh, searches um and so it it is an interesting um comparison more with author James Redfield about his New York Times best-selling book, The Celestine Prophecy, straight ahead. Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. 
you can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. If you have traveled to a country with a widespread outbreak of COVID-19, CDC recommends you stay home and check your health for 14 days after returning to the United States. Take your temperature with a thermometer two times a day. Watch for symptoms like fever, cough, and trouble breathing. And if you feel sick or have symptoms, call ahead before you go to a doctor's office or emergency room. Tell the doctor about your recent travel and your symptoms and avoid contact with others. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Hey, this is Tom from the Tom Sumner Program. Catch me and a gaggle of great guests weekdays on Our Voices Radio, WFOVLP 92.1 FM. You never know who might drop by. Joe Bye from the Blue Hawaiian. Dan Serling. Congressman Dan Kildee. Alexander Zondrick. Dr. Comedian Jonah Bodie. Woodrow Stanley. U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow. State Senator Jim Annan. Comedian Brian McCree. The unknown comic. Mark Farner. And Tom, I want you to know Tom's my friend. You, you've always got great questions, and you know the material, and you, and you care about it, and it's, uh, it's that's impressive. Nice to be with you, Tom. And I admire you for reading all of that. I haven't read the whole thing. I've got willing to admit that. <laughs> hey, Tom, this is my favorite interview all It's like having coffee at the kitchen table with you. Tune in Monday through Friday from 9 to 12 right here on 92.1 of a Kind. And check out our website at TomSumnerProgram.com. Hello. Speaking. Oh, dear. Honey, our car warranty is expiring again. So soon? It just expired last week. You don't even own a car! Not now, Dana. Your father's on the phone. Hey! Mom and Dad, you're being scammed! It's a robocall! Scammers are using new technology and clever tactics to make more and more calls that look legitimate, but are hard to trace. They can make it look like they're calling from any number, even from numbers of people you know. My robocall crackdown team is working with state and federal partners to stop the robocalls for good, but I need your guys' help. Don't trust your caller ID. Verify you're really talking to the person whose number appears when your phone rings. If you accidentally answer a robocall, hang up right away. Engaging in conversation will only lead to more calls. Use a call blocking app on your cell phone that stops robocalls before they interrupt your day. And if you do get a robocall, File a complaint with my office online at mi.gov slash robocalls. And mom, dad, please do not give your information out to these scammers over the phone. They're just trying to trick you. Well, at least they call. No, I get it. You're busy. But you know, Janine's daughter is a doctor. She calls every week. A doctor. I'm Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel. Visit mi.gov slash agcomplaints for your connection to consumer protection. 
Hello, this is State Senator Jim Ananick, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. More with author James Redfield about his New York Times best-selling book, The Celestine Prophecy, straight ahead. When did you first come out with the, the book? Well, the book was, uh, <clears throat> it. Uh, I think the hardcover uh, version came out in uh, 95, I believe, and uh, found its way to the uh, number one spot on the uh, New York Times bestseller list and stayed there for three and a half years. And now you have an updated version, and you've been touring with the Celestine Prophecy Inspiration Tour. And, and and I want to talk about the uh, the tour and, uh, and and what's going on with that, but but I want to talk about some of these things that that are contained within the book, some of the things that are discovered and and highlighted in the book. Um, yes, like this, uh, like the notion that the world has a spiritual design. Are we likely, if we are to become explorers? going to encounter these things, whether we set out looking for them or not? Well, yeah, because I think that basically our souls are wired to wake up to the, the to again, to the spiritual dimension of life, where, you know, we still use our logic. I mean, we, you know, the materialism that we live in uh, developed for a reason. You know, we wanted to to, to figure out how to lose, use our logic to get through life, right, and make life better for the world and all all those th- great things. But when you reduce reduce the world to just materialism, you know, you 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 screen out uh, all the higher questions. How do why are we here? You know, how did the human race get started? Who made all this? Is there a God? All those are questions that you know we. We, uh, if we repress, we wind up suffering from all the, the, you know, the fears and anger of about being here with without knowing why. And again, we what what always happens in my view is that we find a place to that feels like we're self-actualizing our talents, that we have a message that helps the world. And all this, all these meaningful coincidences are are really happen in our lives to guide us toward winding up at that place. And as a psychotherapist, I know that having that meaningful contribution to the world is what keeps keeps people most fulfilled and able to handle all the other aspects of life that we have to handle. Now, there are 12 insights uh, that, that are highlighted in the uh, Celestine series, and I just yes. picked one um, at, at random, the, the world having a spiritual design. But I want to talk for a yes. minute about sensing a life mission. Is that, in essence, answering that question that we all have, what am I going to be when I grow up? Exactly. <laughs> Whether that happens in your in your teenage years or whether it happens after you retire from your career, there's always that question: What do I want to do with? But but it's my also life. that bigger question: Why are we here? And yeah. and you know that's that's one that people grapple with throughout their lives. Well, I think there's you know once we open up to 
the larger spiritual aspect of life, we get that answer. And the answer is we're here to fulfill some soul's journey to help the world. In other words, to push the world in a positive direction in some way. So if you go out and all you think about is just the paycheck, I'm just doing this for the paycheck, you you lack what I've grown to call inspiration energy. You know, that's uh, having inspiration is to do something is what allows you to step on this, you know, from from just living material to stepping into the spiritual path. It's not a, a matter of believing uh, in a certain way. It's a matter of proving to yourself there's this that this there's this inspiring path that will that will lead us, you know, if we just pay attention to our best life, uh, best contribution to the world, and 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 the measure of that is how inspired are we? How inspired are we to get up in the morning and do this thing? Um, and uh, as you know, it's not all inspiration. You know, none of us have uh, get to that place. But well, according get, to Thomas Edison, a lot of it's perspiration. <laughs> <laughs> Well, of course. You know, if you don't go out and do it, you know, you can be inspired all you want and sitting on your couch, that's no good, right? But the, the idea is to is to get on a, a path of destiny, and and that's exactly how it feels. You know, we all the time I, I, down at the grassroots level, people talk about uh, karma. What goes around comes around. That guy will get his just reward. You wait. Um, and, and we talk about, you know, uh, uh, you know, finding some meaning, we, we all, you know, those, those, they, they, you know, they're not said, oh, this is a special a spiritual conversation, but when we talk to strangers and friends and we're talking about what, what we're doing, that's fun, what we're doing that it makes a difference. Uh, and, and again, that's, that's the message. And uh, the more we, uh, you know, I recommend um, the books uh, as a kind of way to get uh, get oriented uh, toward these essentially spiritual experiences that happen to us a lot of the time. And again, there there's more than just synchronicity. There's 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 more evidence that comes from other places. Um, and so it's again, it's just kind of learning to tune in and and again i believe that the reason the book was so popular i mean it was in it's, it's in 35 or 36 countries you know it was bestseller list in different alphabets you know so it it you know it but it wasn't anything i injected into it, it was my description of where i thought the world was what the world was awakening to what more and more uh, people are awakening to, and uh, and again, I think it became a pass along book because people, other readers, recognized that too as they read the book and wanted to give it away. Well, as as people read the book and and uh, um, become more aware of these uh, various insights, is it is ultimately sensing your life mission, following your intuition, uh, fulfilling human destiny. Is that a path to God? Well, 
That is a that's right. That's, for that's ev- for everyone, or you know, can people achieve their best self without discovering a sensation of God's presence inside us? I think if you don't find that inspiration that comes from inside that that you recognize as the what's always been called the divine spark or a higher know, power higher power higher self you know if you if you don't pursue that and and have some sense of it as an experience then there's always the feeling of missing something and again i i think that's a that, that's a revelation that that we that happened to people in general out there during the, the last three decades. Now, you, 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 know, mentioned, you can get as rich as you want. It doesn't mean you're happy and inspired. Right. You know? Right. Well, we've, we've seen those lessons play out for a lot of people. Um, yeah. Also mentioned in, in these insights is human control dramas. Is that a euphemism for social media? <laughs> not, not, not and really. I'm not. I, I don't mean to be facetious, but, um, but, but I wonder because of the divisiveness of our our political and and social challenges, if if that gets in the way of these other things. Absolutely, I mean, control dramas are just that. They're ego power struggles, and if if you find yourself you know, having to defend yourself angrily, maybe, or uh, that makes you come to tears. You're so sad because of it. You know, that's that's a uh, that's what's wrong with the world. Uh, the the sort of ego needing to dominate or needing to have the last word or needing all those other <laughs> ego needs, and that's that's what that's how you you know ego wants to have power and have meaning uh apart from the spiritual search that I'm re- that the book recommends you know it it you have to you have to move past the, the what what's wasting your time and one of them is engaging in power strokes uh some people love you know that's what they live for other people you know drives them crazy to to have a power tripping boss or dominating spouse or you know it's uh, the book recommends a, a solution for a, for uh, you know getting yourself out of a power struggle without without you know your emotions running wild and and staying out of them and uh, it's essentially uh, you know choosing another path and and having that the, the power of that inspired path be what sustains you. You don't need ego gratification anymore if that's where, if that's the path you're walking. One of the things that 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 I wonder about it. It sounds like you believe that um, there's a growing wave of consciousness sweeping the planet. Um. Is that overtaking? Do you think the uh, the negativity, the the power struggles, and and as you call them, human control dramas? 
Yeah, because all that all that drama and power struggle and let's face it, lying, total lying and propaganda that we see out there just makes people go in another direction. People are turning off the news in droves. Every every highly political news programming in the world, their ratings are going down, not up. And you know, you know the the the, the meaner you are, the more your ratings go down. So, you know, there. It, it, and to me, all that is just showing people the kind of life and the kind of attitude toward life that you don't want. And it just pushes people over on the other side where you're seeking personal fulfillment and you're trying to, to stay on the lighter side of life in pursuit of something meaningful. So because it's showing itself to be so ugly, uh, you know, people are actually choosing to go in another direction. And so whoever's lying the least, whoever has a, a unifying uh, kind of message, you know, those are the people that, we want to be around the um now you mentioned uh and and i saw something in my notes about uh, uh I, I think it's a quote from you um, the world is moving from receiving spiritual insights to living in the consciousness of our lives as multi-generations are again reading and passing the celestine prophecy to others um, are, are you hearing that a lot, that people are reading the book and saying, hey, you know, to their neighbor or a friend or a family yeah. member, you know, you've yeah. got to read this? Yeah, well, I was, I was, you know, busy working on a new book, uh, and I get a call from my publisher who says, what are you doing with the self-same prophecy? And, I'm, and I said, well, not really anything. I'm I'm writing. And, and so my publisher says, well, look, it's, you know, it's getting passed around like crazy out there again. And we did some searching and realized it's the millennial generation, right? Uh, you know, what's happening is the millennial, the huge, I mean, they're, they're already, millennials and their children are the dominant generations on the planet already, okay? And millennials are, are reaching that age where, you know, it's past 30, so it, but it, it's hitting around 38 with 40 coming fast at them, right? And they're doing what every generation does at that age. They're going, okay, I've got a job, you know, I've got kids, I've got the relationships, I'm managing all that, but isn't there something more to my, for, in life? <laughs> isn't there something more fulfilling out there? What do I really want to do with my life? So we've got this huge generation say, asking these questions, and they're finding, you know, some, the messaging and the selfing prophecy and passing it along. So we did. We, uh, as, as we discussed, I, I, uh, they wanted to put out a new edition. I thought that was a great idea. I, I, I wrote a, a longer forward, excuse me, afterward for the book though that I've never done before, which is a kind of okay. You read this book. Now what? What next? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure that 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 is uh, is the inspiration behind this uh, Celestine Prophecy Inspiration Tour. But um, as, as we mentioned before, we went on the air that that uh, um, that's you're running into uh, some challenges now because of the coronavirus uh, 
outbreak and and uh, venues closing and so on when what yeah what does the tour what what does an appearance by you look like on this tour and 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 how is this interrupted uh, your plans a little bit this this whole coronavirus mess well you know we're just shifting more to the internet and um and and the delaying our live events you know there's nothing like a live event right uh, and and especially around this subject matter because you know the more you tune in the more you get what i call inspiration energy you know this is this is a tangible sense of you know, mind and heart opening to greater possibilities for oneself, right? Uh, and it's an it's an energy. It's an energy you feel. But in your appearances, uh, James, are you um, uh, somewhat lecturing on the insights from the series, or is it more interactive than that? Well, it's you know we're we're trying to keep them around. 50 to 100 um you know we're not really advertising that much we just try to get people who really want to have a a more intensive workshop around what's involved in stepping into this way of life and if you if i can call it that i i would call it also stepping into a, a you know a higher way of living life that's more spiritually motivated but but it, uh, you know, it's very practical. You know, we talk about, you know, the way, you know, what the, our typical reactions when we're defending ourselves and when our egos are striving to make something happen in the world and, and, and how, how one might change these reaction patterns so that they, uh, you know, all of a sudden we pay more attention to what the events of the world are suggesting for us, what doors of opportunity are opening for us that we don't step through and instead step through these opportunities and um, how much are you traveling uh, with the tour and what kind of venues are you uh using well again right now we're we're in relatively small venues bookstores or or small not not bookstores but you know the churches different churches uh also uh, in a uh, in in the small you know concert arena kind of kind of uh, environment, uh, art arty uh, kinds of venues, but uh, again you know we're just gonna we're postponing most of that until later in the summer, which many suggest out there. I'm not a I'm not a doctor, uh, but many suggest this is going to wind down like any other flu season it's just been quite a disturbing interruption in most of our lives or is it a wake-up call who knows well i i wonder because the uh the numbers haven't quite reached the level of some past pandemics yet but it is uh it, it seems to be pretty aggressive and uh, I wonder if we're not just getting better at reacting. <laughs> well, you because know, of, because of the internet, because of media, twenty-four hour news, and all these other things, you know, we're we're able agree. to do more things quickly than we have in the past. And and maybe when this uh, passes, 
um, and I'm just being hopeful, James, just between us that that um, that at the end of this, people are going to say, "Oh, we overreacted. We overreacted. It turned out not to be a big deal, but it was a big. It, it turned out not to be a big deal because we overreacted." Well, you know, I think that who knows, and that's you know, the experts are trying to find that balance. Uh, so I, you know, that's a, that's what we'll find out, as you say, in the end. Um, I think that uh, their political, their political motivations going on as well, and so for that, aren't there always? Know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, James, it's it's a real pleasure talking with you, and it's a fascinating topic. I want to make sure, as I always do with my guests, that we uh, let listeners know where they can find out more. Obviously. The book itself, The Celestine Prophecy, is a great place to start. It's a New York Times bestseller and available where all great books are sold, I'm sure. Um, but yes. uh, do you have a website that, that keeps track of uh, your work and uh, your your touring uh, and so on? Yes, it's, uh, it's, it's CelestineVision.com. Or you can, anyone can Google just James Redfield or Inspiration Tour, and they'll get all, you know, the website and everything else that we're doing. Well, James, thanks so, so much for easy to find me. Thanks so much for spending this time with me. I appreciate it. Well, thanks for the great interview. Uh, uh, it was very, 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 very uh, uh, opening, um, you know, for me, and and uh, hopefully for the audience. Because this is—it's just a matter of getting the word out. You know, it's—it's. It's, uh, I'm not pushing any kind of movement. It's just a matter of people seeking their own, you know, source of inspiration and finding that. Well, thanks again, James. Uh, the book is uh, a New York Times bestseller, *The Celestine Prophecy*, and uh, my guest, James Redfield, is uh, on tour as uh, as venues. Uh, and restrictions permit in the short run. Uh, but uh, we'll have more of the Tom Sumner program straight ahead.
This is the Unknown Comic, and guess what? You're listening to the Tom Sumner Show right now, and now, and now too, and even now. It's 2022, and this year, the Tom Sumner Program begins its 14th year. It would not be here without support through the years from individuals and organizations like these. Seth David Radwell. East Village Magazine. Flint Institute of Music. Hello! I'm Maestro Ricky Mac. Flint Community Schools. MTA Flint. Flint Comics and Entertainment. Hamity Complete Food Center. The Flint River Watershed Coalition. W.H. Weiscarver. The Genesee County Road Commission. Lone Museum Auto Fair. Thomas Appliance. The Genesee Health Plan. Whiplet Technology. My Community College. It's Pure Michigan. Friends on Facebook have also helped by contributing to the show's online fundraisers two or three times a year. If you would like to help the Tom Sumner program continue to thrive by becoming a sponsor, send an email of interest to Tom at TomSumnerProgram.com. Add your name to the list of supporters, past, present, and future. Right now, the COVID-19 vaccines are available to millions of Americans, and soon they will be available to everyone. This vaccine means hope. It will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. I want to go back to work and I want to be able to move around. To visit with Michelle's mom, the hug her and see her on her birthday. You know what I'm really looking forward to is going to opening day in Texas Ranger Stadium with a full stadium. We've lost enough people and we've suffered enough damage. In order to get rid of this pandemic, it's important for our fellow citizens to get vaccinated. I'm getting vaccinated because we want this pandemic to end as soon as possible. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. So roll up your sleeve and do your part. This is our shot. Now it's up to you. Do you ever feel like you need an attitude adjustment? Are you wishing there was a magic pill or a new app for your mobile device? Why don't you try live local music? Music can make you dance, bring back fond memories, inspire you to be more creative, whether you attend a child's school concert or recital, go to a local symphony concert, Visit local bars and restaurants that feature dance music, sing-along piano, or jazz and blues. Music could be just what you're looking for. Supporting live local music is more than a way to support your local artists and economy. It's a great way to improve your own quality of life. Support live local music. This message is brought to you from the Tom It's Dana. Dana? Something must be wrong. She never calls. Dana? What's wrong? Take this down. She's stranded on the side of the road. I'm not. She needs us to send her an Amazon gift card. I don't. And she'll use it to pay the tow truck driver. I won't. Mom, Dad, that's not me. It's a scam. Scam artists will call, text, or email people trying to get them to buy a gift card from Amazon or some other company. And then ask for the gift card number over the phone. 
Remember, gift cards are for gifting, not for paying people. If someone asks for payment using a gift card from Amazon, Target, or some other store, it's a scam. Hang up or delete the message. These scammers are awful. Wish they'd pretend to be her brother sometimes. Be nice to hear from him. For more tips on avoiding scams, visit michigan.gov slash AG for your connection to consumer protection. I get the uneasy feeling Rod Serling is behind one of those doors. Rod Serling. Rod Serling. What's this, the Twilight Zone? Where is everybody? I would have been headed for the Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. If I go any lower, I'll be in the Twilight Zone. All right. Oh, but Jethro's right at home in the Twilight Zone. I'm in the Twilight Zone. Now, having made this little jaunt into the Twilight Zone, I got a feeling something strange is about to happen. Hi, this is Ann Serling, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Welcome to this presentation of the Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program. One, two, three, four, five. Michael, row the boat ashore. I'd just like everybody to join in this time. Okay, one more time. Okay. Gang, in a world torn asunder by strife and by unhappiness, what sound in the world enters into our heart and brings love and brotherhood but the sound of people's voices joining together and singing? So let's roof the rafters, people. Let's fill this room with the most joyous sound known to man. People. People singing. For in the ether of the air, in the great sky of, of, the, of the faraway land, fill the sky, the musical sky, with voices intertwining themselves in a giant choral arrangement like colors in your mind and lines going up and down as the voices of people join together. So friends, let's fill this room with love. Let's fill this room with music and song. For people driving by, maybe outside, they'll be in their car and we'll be in here singing. They'll be driving by and, and as they drive by, they'll probably say, What the hell's going on? <laughs> Let's sing out now, friends. Michael, row the boat ashore. Sing out. Hallelujah.
Which guy? The girl, the guy with the the girl with the blonde hair. You we weren't singing that, very yeah. well there. Will you join in with us and fill it? You will? You will? You'll sing with us now, huh? Go ahead. <laughs> Here we go, gang. Michael Rowe, the boat ashore. that boat ashore. Come on, Mike. Everybody sing now. Michael, help to trim the sails. Hallelujah. Michael, help to trim the sails. Hallelujah. Everybody hop. Trim those sails. Trim those sails. Pull on those oars, baby. <laughs> hey, I know what let's do again. Now, what do you want to do? Every time we, we, we're humming, you want to do something different? Well, I have an idea that I like. Why don't we, gang, why don't... People with love in your hearts... Are let's already... all show our love. Let's all open. Let's start the hum. Go back to the. Take it from the top of the hum. Top of the hum. But this time, let's all hum with our mouths open. Well, hum it. Well, why do you want to do that? We'll get more volume. If well, we... why do you. We have plenty of volume. Why do you want more volume? So that Michael can hear us. Maybe even Ralph will hear us. <laughs> you hear us also. So, gang, let's all hum with our mouths open this time and get I a little mean, more volume. That's a nice idea. Really, that's a great idea. But you so, cannot hum with your mouth open. Yes, you do. All you you have don't to... ask anybody to hum with their mouth open. Yes, all you have you to do... You can't do that. You so old. Listen, if you tried to hum with your mouth open, you could hurt yourself. That's too bad. Yeah. So he is. I'll tell you what. If you want more volume, why don't you ask everybody to aw? Oh. I mean, not just a regular ah, but like this. See, it's louder, it's easy to do, and if you ask everybody in this entire room to ah together in unison to Michael, you will experience a thrilling, exciting, vibrant, it'll be a, a vibrant experience, tremendous. Let's all open up our hummers now, and all ah together, okay? Everybody except you. You hum with your mouth open. <laughs> Hear that, Michael? <laughs> we'll help you trim those sails and roll that boat, won't we, gang? Everybody. This 
This was another comedy spotlight on the Tom Sumner program. Hey, that wraps it up for this Easter edition of the Tom Sumner program. Hope you enjoyed yourself. That's Smoking George uh, ending things up for us today with a song called The River from his uh, CD, I Believe. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a brand new edition of the Tom Sumner program, and I hope you will be too. In the meantime, Good night, everybody. The Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show. We want to acknowledge all of our guests who play such an important role in the show and our cavalcade of cohorts from coast to coast for their regular contributions. Most of the musical accompaniment was provided by people in or from the Flint area. 
Many of the pre-recorded portions of the Tom Sumner program are made possible by Flint's own Steve McComb and Pencil Sketch Recording in Nashville, Tennessee. If you have comments, questions or suggestions about the show, find us on Facebook. This is Prue Clearwater. Join us next time for another edition of the Tom Sumner Program. And thanks for listening.